right, Facebook friends, here's where we are, leaders, and that is you and me, understand they never get to stop climbing. We're always climbing. Again, it's great to be here with you. We're done one of my favorite things I talked about a couple of days ago, and we get to talk about it again today because it's such an important subject. The number one thing that the number one leadership expert and the number one high-performance coach account for being the reason for their success. And that term we'll go over in a minute. Again, we're in the book, Leadership by the John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. Again, I'm coming to you from Jacksonville, Florida. My name is Brave Al Dodd. Nickname sometimes because you may see it in an offer where someone called me Joe, which is my nickname. Just wanted to put that out there. So when you see it, you know that Brave Al and Joe are the same person. Okay, so consistency leaders understand they never get to stop climbing they never get to stop climbing and one of the things that john maxwell talked about was he thought he'd get to a point where uh you get to a certain level uh he said i thought i could pay the price for a little while be done paying and then enjoy the good life the perks that came with having paid a price and what he talked about is that created a blind spot. And that blind spot um, led to what he called destination disease. Destination disease. He said, I thought I could arrive at a time, place, situation that would be that would give me the greatest of all perks. Recognition without responsibility. And he came to reality that there is no such place. Unless, unless you get out of the game. Unless you get out of the game. What is the game? The game's life. You can't get out of life. You can get out of living life. But you can't get out of life. You can't get out of life. So, that being said, unless you, uh, yeah, but I don't want to, he didn't want to get out of the game. At 70 years old, what I discovered is that I had to give up to go up. I had to give up to go up, and I have to give up even more if I want to stay up. You got to give up to go up, you got to give up even more to stay up. That's what we want to do. We want to live our life to the fullest. We don't want to just dwindle like a um, piece of uh, tumbleweed in Texas being blown every which way by the wind. We want to stay focused and channel and not be caught up. The perks that come um, from the first championship often become a hindrance to achieving the next one. When a team earns the first championship, they don't get the next one for free. (laughs) 
Dwight D. Eisenhower said, there is no victory at bargain basement prices. We need to be glad and willing to pay the price. I can remember myself many times when striving and thinking about the struggle and the, the pain and the difficulty that I'm going through. And then the thought would come to my mind, if it was easy, anyone can do it. That's why the price, that's why the reward is so high, because not everyone is willing in, uh, to be consistent, to stay in the game. So I have to accept and, and enjoy the process, enjoy the struggle, because if it was easy, anyone could do it and the rewards would be less. So the and, and affecting lives in a positive way is an awesome responsibility that comes at a great price, but also a great reward. And what is that reward? The reward is the opportunity to, to see you blossom, just like a caterpillar first going to the cocoon, and you nurture it. And soon it, it learns and cracks the, the cocoon and comes out as a lovely, beautiful butterfly. That's, that's my mission, to make sure you come out of the cocoon stronger and more confident and more dedicated to impacting lives because you finally broke free of your limiting thoughts that this is all there is. Until I came along and helped you to, to understand, to look inside, to reach inside, to reflect, to understand and realize and increase your awareness that you could go further and further, uh, farther and further than you ever thought you could and didn't realize in the beginning that it was all because of the, the false beliefs that you had about yourself. And then you increased your, your own belief within you and you, you changed your self-talk to a point where you started coaching instead of putting yourself down. You can do this. You can learn this. He did it. You can too. He puts his pants leg on just uh, one at a time, just like you do. What makes him different? He was consistent. He didn't quit. You were consistent. You didn't quit. But I was listening to uh, one of the other mentors uh, this evening, Steve Lawson. He said, one of the greatest things, which is what I'm creating here, is an environment to grow. If you're in that, in that growth environment, can you imagine? You've got positive force on your side, so you're not a lone ranger. The, the false thing about leadership is thinking that you got to go at it alone. No, you don't. Realize you got an army behind you cheering you on, and you just have to take your accountability and your steps. Because, because God gave each of us a mind and each of us a responsibility, an awesome responsibility. But yet in today's society, the majority of us yield to take that opportunity, that responsibility and to share and distribute 
and impact the lives that we are supposed to and that we were commissioned to do. That, my friends, is why I'm here to help you understand the awesome responsibility of what's deep inside you. And you know it's there. You feel it. Interesting story. Um, uh, and I'm working on this myself. I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm a uh, work in progress just like you. One of my deepest joys is to, to sing. And um, I was in my office and I was just singing some of the Christmas carols. And, and you know when you, when you've you've got some type of uh, ability when you know the guy next door comes by and he says hey have you ever thought of and then to see I'm sure he saw me light up as he talked about my voice and the, the and hearing me sing and um, I begin to tell about some of the things that I have done and need to get back to. You see, I'm not there. I'm a work in progress as well. I've got limiting beliefs and things holding me back. But you see, as a matter of fact, we've got time. One of the things that happened, I, I had a situation where I could not join the choir, but I love to sing. So I decided. We had like, I don't know, 10, no, we had 30 or 40 different Sunday school classes. And the structure of the Sunday school class, if you understand church and Sunday schools, a lot of times they'll have someone sing a song, a solo or a trio or some type of music prior to whoever the teacher is uh, delivers the lesson to the class. Well, since I was not able to be a part of the choir and I love to sing, I decided to create, to create an opportunity to be able to sing in these Sunday school classes. Now, my goal was to sing uh, one Sunday per month in a different Sunday school class. So I went off, I went about by creating these, these CDs of me uh, using the, uh, one of those accompanying CDs and singing and then uh, recording that on a CD. And that was my marketing piece with my name, my phone number, and I would give it to the different Sunday school teachers. Well, at the peak, about a year, two years ago, well, no, it's longer than that. It had to be about five years ago. At my peak, I think one time I sang twice one Sunday morning, and then I sang three other and three other classes on three other Sundays in the same month. Uh, and, and I was called back several times to sing again. And in touching lives in a special way, because that's one of my gifts. Um, now, I've been in a situation now where I haven't been using it, but I intend to. My uh, self-talk is putting me back into a situation where I can do that. But my first priority, my first priority is here with you to help you to realize not that I have abilities, but that you have ability and things inside you that will impact many lives that you want to do, but you may not have the confidence yet to do that. But we will work together 
not just me, as I build a Facebook group, all of those in there, as I talked about, rising tide rises all ships, not just my voice, but the community's voice, cheering you on. One of the things we were talking about tonight in another meeting is 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 the fact that we we learn so much that people don't understand us close by us, and it's really it's really kind of interesting because of the culture. When you strive or begin to want to get ahead or get break forward, and you use ways other than the cultural standards you tend to get pushback, even from those who, who who are closest to you. I told the story yesterday about Jesus wasn't even wasn't even accepted in his own town. What did they say? Who is he to think he's the savior? He's the carpenter's son. Who is he? He's no better than us. And that's the if 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 Jesus had to suffer that among people who he was closest to. Why are we to think that we're not going to be challenged the same way? So how can we get around that? How can we continue to strive? Well, it's so much easier when you've got a place to gather around with people who are cheering you on as opposed to putting you down. Doesn't it make it easier for you to pick yourself up when you've got others picking you up as well? Doesn't it make sense to be around a, to be able to uh, join a group where you can get that shot of motivation and confidence so that you can go out and do that next step, that you can can be consistent in that step because you can come back and get more and more. It just makes sense. Man, I'm sorry. I, I just got into that because consistency and recognition and 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 how much you're gonna change lives. It just fires me up because you don't know how good you are. Man, I had another story, but I'll I'll save that one. Um, let's let's go a little bit more through some of the reading or the writing that John Maxwell did in this chapter, talking about. Um, Never stop climbing under the subject of consistency. They said, uh, Jim Collins, who's a, who was a thought leader, he said, the signature of mediocrity is chronic inconsistency. The price will be higher than you think, and it will have to be paid continually and consistently. consistently. Because Jim Collins said that the signature of mediocrity is chronic inconsistency. So what is he saying there? Um, it's the vision. It's the it's the vision. It's the purpose that drives you to keep going. Uh, they talk about sometimes the mundane processes that you have to go through. I can remember so many times in achievements I've done in life, if it wasn't for the goal you would get bogged down in the details of the chores and the the efforts that have to go in repetitive efforts that continue. The repetitive effort here could probably drain you and get you down, but it doesn't. Why? Because the cause is so big. 
it's your life that's so more much more important. It's that feeling like when my buddy who's at uh, the insurance company I was with and how he was able to how I was able to help him to to move forward and to be so excited and for him and to see him develop and grow and become it's the same thing I'm hoping. No, I'm, it's the whole same thing I want and will have for you if you promise to be consistent and stay close to the fire. This group here, that's what I'm talking about. And the consistency, here's, here's a note on consistency. It says, it has been my privilege to play a few rounds. This is John Maxwell talking. He said, it's been my privilege to play a few rounds of golf with several PGA players. One of them explained to me the reason most tournaments consist, talking about golf, the reason most tournaments consist of several rounds. He said that almost any good professional golfer can shoot one good round. Having to shoot a second good round typically knocks out about half the competition. The third round eliminates another half of the remaining players. And the fourth round is the real test of consistency for a golfer. Anyone who can sustain that consistency rises above the rest and deserves to be rewarded. So what is he saying? He's saying those who are consistent and don't get out of the game, those are the ones who get rewarded. Those are the ones who uh, continue to succeed because they realize it's a process. It doesn't happen. We were talking about that tonight. There may be no one listening to you sometimes when you go, say, Facebook Live or you are in a group and you send out notes. But it's not necessarily the audience that is growing. It's you. You're growing. Because as you continue, you, you can't put a measure or understand the process that occurs by consistently doing the same thing over and over repetitively. There are skills and things that you learn and nuances that you would never have learned if you were not in the game. You can't think through it. you got to live through it. And that's why I'm here to help you first Get that first step in and, and have that purpose and that goal, that vision. And that vision is, is, is created not just as a visual thing. When we say vision, we think visual. But what about the smells and the, and the, the, the uh, taste of the air, the feeling of the sun on your face? The smell of the ocean. I'm talking the Mulfi Coast here because that's one of my biggest dreams, my biggest goals. Well, that year cruise, I mean, that world, world cruise, my beautiful wife has, uh, wants to do, and we will plan it within the next couple of years. But it's only through helping you live your dream that I'll ever get the opportunity to have mine. So we talked about that. That's why they have several different golf 
matches within a um, was it Gulf? What are they called? Uh, are they called games? Major League history have ever played in more than a thousand consecutive games. Maybe that's why the game in which Ripken passed Gehrig's record was the most. No, 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 no. Oops. I must have flipped the page on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was back here. Yeah, any good professional golfer can shoot one good round. So it's called rounds. So you're talking about rounds. They have any good rounds. He says, if you're not practicing, remember someone somewhere else is practicing and given roughly equal ability, if you two ever meet, the person who practices the most will win. They said, that's how leaders need to see it too. There's no off season for leadership. As long as you're in the game, you need to keep working and climbing. You'll be glad to know that your efforts will be rewarded. Here are some of the ways consistency will stay, will help you as a leader. So it talks about staying in the game. Well, step one, which is what I'm putting the offer together, almost there. A few more technical things. I'm getting there. Talking about being consistent and uh, stick to itness. That's me. I'm sticking to it. I'm working on it because it's my obligation to provide you with deeper levels of learning. And that's where I'm at. And by sticking to it is the only way I'll get to the end of it. And tonight is uh, is very favorable that I can get it done tonight. However late it is, I'll get it done tonight. So. Leaders need to see it, um, too. So there's no off-season. So the answer is there's no off-season for leadership. There's no off-season for your learning. You can always learn more. You see, and, and what happens is you increase your awareness. And as you increase your awareness, you realize how much more you can do. And as you realize that, you actually start getting involved in that action process instead of just knowing doing another mentor talked about her program and um, helping people to build their um, Facebook pages was talking about changing her program in such a way so that it gives people more time to do and not just know because a lot of programs are designed because they teach on a weekly basis to get you in this thing where you're always learning this great information. But that's not where the gold is. The gold is implementation, action. So redesign your program to induce or uh, to force people to take more action. They may not like it in the beginning, but in the end, they'll love you because they will. it will push them to do what they needed to do in order to succeed. That's what it's all about. So on that note, that song inside you needs to come out. You need to be consistently working to get it there. 
And one of the ways to consistently work to get it there is to change your self-talk and start coaching yourself, doing your in-the-mirror confirmations. I like myself. I like what I do. I, uh, I've i got deep reservoirs of, I've got a song to sing and I need to sing it. People need what I have and I need to share it. Oh, I'm sitting against myself because I know deep down that I need to share it. And I will share it every day. That's you in the mirror telling you, you I love myself. I can do this. People need what I've got. I need to give them a smile because they need it. And it's the greatest thing to give away. And it doesn't cost me anything. But the impact of it is tremendous. So, one of your objectives tomorrow is to be consistent. Share a smile with someone tomorrow. Share share at least three. One in the morning, one at lunchtime, and one in the evening. Share a smile with someone. Make their day. Thank you. Until tomorrow, have a good evening in this holiday season.